Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to another Den of Hip Hop album review, sponsored by Zamba. Before we get into the review, make sure you go check out Zamba. It's a brand new platform. You get unlimited streaming for all of you new artists and podcasters. So if you have a show, um, if you have new music, any type of genre, make sure you go set up an account with them because you can get your music out there to the world. You can also get it to influential people like ourselves and we help curate playlists to get you out there. So make sure you go check out Zamba today. Go sign up and create an account. What's up, T.I.? I'm T.I. now. Dead in Hip Hop mixtape review, no name. Telephone before we get into the review look man. So real life shit be happening, right? And this is part of the reasons why we want to make that in hip-hop full-time because of crap like this Yeah, yeah, this is some bullshit Mike ain't here today. So filling in is the beautiful Raquel Thank you. Rock your rock now. Have to say it. Back to the review featuring Rock. We're going to do a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we ain't got mics, so we're going to do a little bit different. When I heard this, I kind of thought some of the music that you make. And I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of the same lane. You know, so I didn't even know that you was going to be on the review, so I think it's kind of dope. <laughs> so how, how, how did you feel about the project? About the project? I really like it, actually. Um, when he told me about it, I, I hadn't listened to it. Like, I've heard her on features, mm -hmm. like James, uh, Mike Jenkins, yeah. and then recently Jesse Boykins, which I love him. She, she yeah, was on dope. his project. Bartholomew? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had already heard her, and I was already like, okay, like, I would be interested to hear her music. So when I heard it, I was like, hmm, okay. And I heard she was like a poet mm -hmm. as well, too. So it like, it works perfectly with her music because it's like a soothing, smooth, mm -hmm. Um, sound and then her lyrics like I respect her as a woman because she she speaks her truth it's relatable to me you know so yeah I was wondering was it like as you listen to it was I'm like because I think me and Ken talked about it, like yeah, yeah even though it's the music itself is dope but it was like well, some of it I can't really like understand because I'm not a female so right, like, right. But by you by you being on the street I was interested in hearing your perspective of like yeah. some of the stuff that she was talking about as a female growing up in an inner well I know you kind of grew up in a kind of country setting almost yeah, like Charleston <laughs> <laughs> growing, growing up in Chicago so I was just wondering like her perspective on certain summer things and it seemed exactly. like y'all like around that same age so. yeah like a lot of the even the features she had on there too were pretty dope I like the, the one she had with Rory Oh yeah, yeah. Diddy Bob. Yeah, that was, yeah, that yeah, that was, was like real nostalgic. I love that. Yeah, because like like growing up in Chicago, you know, so I claim Miami, but like I was born in 
pretty much until I was in the eighth grade, I was in Chicago. So yeah. growing up, it really brought me back to Chicago, man. And, and just her overall. But that's anybody though, like, ooh, you about to get yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> Like anybody can relate to that. Yeah, man. yeah, anybody can, anybody can, but me specifically, like it just took me back, you know what I'm saying? It, it just took me back, man. And, and that's one of my favorites. And Rory, I, I love all of her features on here. They really complemented mm -hmm. the overall project. Like, it didn't take away. Some of the singers, they were just slightly different, but it was just enough change for that song, for that the particular one with, track. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Allen. Aaron King. Mm -hmm. Aaron King. Yeah. Where's she from, B? I don't know where she's from. Uh oh. If you're asking. Yeah, I don't know where she from. I don't know nothing about these artists that's featured here. No, we did talk about her, B. I don't remember. Yes, I was like, yo, you up on oh, Aaron yeah. L.K.? Yeah. Like, yeah, from yeah, Detroit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. I remember, man. Thank you. Line is. He was the second listen. Because the first listen, which was very surface level, walking around doing shit. And then the second listen, I was driving home from work. And I was like, damn, she kind of speaking about death and shit. Like, right when they get the yeah. casket pretty. Pretty, and pretty casket. Yeah, the last uh, track. And then. Shadow Man. Yeah, Shadow yeah. Man and then Bye Bye Baby. Um, but then when I kept listening more and more, because I'm like, there has to be like some more layers in here to pull apart. And I was like, I think it's about love and death. Because you have three songs that talk about relationships, love, family Her love. Family, right. Yeah, and then you have, of course, the tracks that talk about death, which kind of closes the mixtape. And then when I was driving in, it was the Freedom Interlude. I was just about to say, I said, I think. What you talking about? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Her grandmother and her mom. Well, no, well, she talked about her grandmother quite a quite a bit through this project on reality check and her auntie or how she she was about to have better opportunities in the music and then of course by her grandma I mean her auntie fighting cancer. That's kind of yeah, my auntie's fighting cancer right now too. So that's that's related. Yeah, had an aunt fighting cancer. But what was about? I think no, you go. I think it was that change. I think that interlude was like the change of it went from that death. Oh, you know what? I didn't think about it that yeah. way. Just think how it was set up. Cause think before interlude, you had a lot of those introspective, the love songs, mm -hmm. remin the reminiscent songs of Diddy Bop. Yeah. Um, she was reminiscent of like old summer, old time mm -hmm. summers when when the neighborhood was happy. And then you know, <laughs> all I need. Yeah, and then it get to it get to interlude, and it's kind of like that's that's when she got on that spoken word, like yeah. kinda like. Her, and, her poet. It, yeah, I don't know if I want. And it, she, it was like she was kind of like scattering, like I don't know if this is gonna be about blah blah blah. Yeah, she's blah. Not supposed to write. Right. Yeah. 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 It's pretty much right after the Exactly. Interview. Exactly. It's right after. And then it. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. What I got from the interlude was what I think this whole thing kind of encompasses is that it's that interview with Nina Simone that she had with Peter Rodas, if I recall correctly. It was talking about what is freedom. And she was like, you tell me what freedom is. And then, you know, so they were kind of going back and forth and she was like, freedom is no fear. But if you listen to all of the songs on this, on this project, it kind of deals with insecurities, love, death. There's religion uh, scattered throughout here, talking about holier, halo, cancer, the abortion, looking on Twitter, seeing people die. So it's dealing with all of these, these you know, these insecurities, these vulnerabilities that, you know, that we have as adults growing up or as teenagers or as kids, period. You know, what was on the opening track? She was like, come home before the lights go off, yeah. which we all heard, right? Yeah. Yeah. But why do they tell us that? Because we know when shit get dark, kind of all kind of crazy shit can happen in the dark. Right. 
Especially growing up in Chicago. Yeah. Right, yeah, growing up in Chicago. She talked about that and casket pretty. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, I think when you talk about also the, the intersectionality of being a woman, for one, so the gender um, inequality that she has to fight, being a black woman, so being a black woman that has to also deal with racial inequality, pro-choice, the abortion song, but she's talking about the, you know, just personifying like abortion. Yeah. And talking about the choices and, you know, sometimes they give us presents before we're ready and stuff like that. Like if you take that song and, and think about, and, and then also think about the album cover too, right? The skull sitting on top of the head. So there's Bye Bye Baby dealing with abortion, this, that, and the other. But then you also think about what happens if she does have the baby. And then you go back. So it's almost like, you know, you can have a baby and then he can still die. Yeah. You know, so that fear. And that, so I'm thinking about Nina Simone, like, you know, having no fear. That's, I want to live life. I want to be free by having no fear. But you can't. Now imagine if you're gay. Imagine if you're trans. All of those things intersect. All those inequalities that you fight. You know, growing up, you know, just as who you are, you know, as an individual. So that's when, when, man, when that hit me, I was like, oh shit, maybe this is what this is about. Because it's just like you said, it's like she's very open. She's, she speaks yeah, she's her free, truth. Yeah. That's what music is supposed to be about anyway, you know? So, and I, and I guess it's her way of overcoming fear, you know, like mm -hmm. putting it out there. I thought Shadow Man was an interesting track because how they was, I think for me, what I got from that track was how she like pictured herself going to her own funeral. All of them did. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Yes. That's why I thought Shadow Man was really interesting because even though it's very dark throughout this whole project, it's even it's some very dark content, but it's very light as yeah, far as production. production like, yeah, yeah the reader production is like, damn, this is like the prettiest, ugliest, <laughs> darkest song, you know. Think about the album project. cover, the flowers in the yeah, corner, in the corner, yeah, yeah. skull. And I, and I think that's what goes with that pretty, ugly type of vibe, because like I said, like you said, the production is so like lighthearted and pretty, but the content is so dark and strong. So yeah, that Shadow Man is. One of, it's one of my favorite tracks, man, because I'm just like, the way she spent that. And I think the best run for me was Diddy Bop, All I Need, and Reality Check. Those three right there, like, back to back to back to back. <laughs> it, it was perfect. Like, that was so perfect, man. I was like, damn, I, lo I love the whole vibe. I love that 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 cool jazzy feud, mm -hmm. that jazz fusion that she added to it with a little bit of Neil Soul, gave me that little Jill Scott spoken word good. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was definitely a feel-good project. But if you listen to it, like, you know, like Ken said, like you said, it's just like, like oh. this shit is very, like, she, she talking about some real stuff, man. Like, it's, it's real, like, very open, very free. So that's one thing I do love about this project is, for one, the sound. And for two, how can you make an album so pretty and so damn dark and ugly at the same, at the same time? time. And she gave me that, we talked about this too, that Bahamadia vibe. Like, mm -hmm. her voice, man, this is like, oh, like, if you know about Bahamadia back in the, in the mid-90s, man, like, Bahamadia was so Yeah, it's dope, not, it's man. not like, so out there, yeah. It's like it's still gripping. It's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect way man. to say it. So yeah, I completely agree. But yeah, man, this this project was ten, 10 tracks short. Thirty three minutes. Thirty three minutes, and you, I mean, thirty three minutes of just dopeness, man. Oh, dopeness and dopeness, and no, not a skippable track on here. She kept my attention the whole way through the production. Like I said, the features <laughs> was they they blended blended in the track very well, man. Like oh, it was so it was refreshing. It was so refreshing. This whole wave of soulful, politically conscious type music it's from Chicago is, is more coming out. And you know, like this project 
is in the embodiment of soul. And Chicago has always been soulful, but they had a run where it was, it felt like, man, you just following trends. But now we're starting to hear some of these younger artists really. And she's young, she's 24. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's 24. Wow. So. Which, you know, this could be another trend. This, this, this chance, Mick, uh, Mensa, you know, Add To, who's been, been in the game for a minute. Um, but what I like about her, even though she kind of fits in the vibe, like, you know, what I like about all of them, I should say, is like they do, like you said, they bring in a different approach to music. It's not that, that, sh that cheeky bang, 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 bang. I put a hole in your motherfucking head. None of that fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? This is so different. <laughs> But they bring in something different, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I like. Whether or not I like a project or not, you know what I'm saying? Because you guys know I was, you know, not really on acid rap, but I love the color of it. You know, I wasn't on The Waters, but I liked the second EP with Mick Jenkins. I like... I'm tripping uh, on The Waters, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me trip, let me trip. <laughs> it's art. It is. It's all about how you paint the picture. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Uh, I was watching an interview, and um, they were talking about what makes rappers like really dope. It's not about just saying stuff that's like on the surface because anybody can say that. It's your approach. That's the reason why we like the Jays. We like some of these people because they're gonna say exactly what you're gonna say, but the way they say it is just like damn. It makes it that much deeper, you know what I'm saying? And she is definitely like that. With the pictures that she paints, I think it's always about relatability. And that's definitely one of her 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 big suits, you know what I'm saying? Like her, one of her big characteristics on this project, man. Like she she she's dope. She is super dope. This is the first time I never heard of her before. I didn't even know what I was getting into when I when I put this on. You know, another track I like is Sunny Duet and I don't know. Beat. I don't know if you know, but you may have picked up on this, but it had kind of like a, a take six type of vibe to it. You're talking about the, that, that, that feature? That, that guy yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about it. When you, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you ain't, if you, you guys are up on take six, you're not going to uh, get it. But if, if you know take six, they're acapella gospel group. Yep. And some of the songs they do kind of follow that type of choppy. It sure does. Yeah. How she closed the album with not only that song, but how she just let it breathe. Right. And then it just kind of ended and faded off into the background. It's almost like she was taking a bow. You know what I'm saying? Like the act is over, the because play like, is over. Like I said, that same song is a song where she kind of talks about going to her own funeral. So it was just like, that's the, that's like the final, like you said, the goodbye mm -hmm. to death scene or whatever. And then and it, and it goes off, which was perfect. Yeah. And the ass was perfect. And was what perfect. about the complexities that's, that's also in that track and this album itself and him saying play Metro Gloomin at my funeral. Yeah. Metro booming is yeah. typically associated with, you know, that harder Atlanta yeah. Yeah. trap and this is on some jazzy, soulful, like real shit. Yeah. And he was like, nah, when I go out, play Metro booming at my funeral, yeah. it's almost like signifying, yo, see me out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch him, I, I, I don't know how you can, at least for me, obviously, I, I didn't know that you had other projects out, um, listening to Ken, how, how many? I, th this is being touted as the, 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 official, the official one. Release, yeah, right? like, yeah. Like, her coming out party. If this is your official coming out party, I don't know how you could have stepped any better. I'm definitely looking forward to your own projects, and now I'm gonna be looking harder for your name. Now you have a voice in my head that I'm going to remember. I really, um, really, really mess with this EP, and I love that it, it really forced me to kind of listen and pull out the, the different layers 
that are, are on this particular project. And I like there's a sense of depth to you as an artist. Like you're not out here just writing surface shit. Like you really want people to like listen and pay attention to what you're doing. I'm really, really interested in looking forward to what you're going to do from here. Because I think with your style, the music, I, I think the, the future's bright. I like that you were very open and honest and that you tackled a lot of things that you were dealing with and people got a chance. What we talk about all the time, who are you? And we got a chance to really get an insight on who is no name Gypsy. And um, we saw that she is a, uh, an individual that is living and that has to deal with the complexities of life as a whole. And you know, the only thing is, man, we just gotta stick and support our women, man, especially our black women. Um, and that's the other thing that I got from this as well. Um, just the toss of love and the decisions and just, you know, being, we just gotta be supportive, man. And and um, and I think I'll just close with that. But yeah, great, great mixtape. And I thoroughly enjoy it. No Name, if you're watching, way to kind of, I guess, show us your wounds, your wounds, you know, your self wounds throughout this project. Uh, I can't say it, and I think I've always said this a lot too. Like, if this is your, if this is my first time listening to you, this is your debut, I wanna know who you are. And you definitely from, you know, struggling with, with smoking, your auntie having cancer, and your grandmother and stuff. I mean, just, you gave us you. And that's one thing I really appreciate. Not only on top of that, the music is dope. You dope as, you are dope as an artist. And my, I think my first time listening to her was off acid rap when she was featured on there. But um, keep up the great work. You definitely have a new fan for me. For woman to woman and artist to artist, much respect. Uh, simply put, just keep doing your thing.